Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Maybe I just, because I'm a Capricorn. I make goals every single month. Your sister. I know. We're two Capricorns. Very, but just like when you read any star sign, it's always like Capricorns. It's like everything is basically our toxic trait is that everything's about money or careers, which it kind of is. And like, yeah, it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters, created and hosted by me, broadcaster Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for coming to hang out. On the show, it's a therapy sessions episode with clinical hypnotherapist Caroline Cranshaw. Think therapy with all the helpful stuff. It can be a little chaotic, a little unhinged in a fun way, of course. Now, if you're new, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Therapy sessions with Caroline is a long running feature we've done. Caroline's an incredible therapist, but she's also our hilarious friend as well. So it's always fun to chat. In part two, we continue talking about shopping as a coping strategy, why we do it, uh, hello dopamine hit, and why when a lot of us are broke, we can still spend and stress ourselves out even more, plus more helpful strategies to take care of our mental health. How can we support our nervous systems and chill out? Caroline always has interesting facts and studies to share with us. Before we get into it, please support us by subscribing or hitting follow on your podcast app now and follow us at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. All of our details are in the show notes. We were chatting about this on the phone before, you know, like uh, the whole when you're stressed about money and then you go and spend money. And it is like, I think over COVID, I know when we're going to lockdowns or whatever, And I didn't do it when I had COVID, which I was quite proud of myself. Often when we'd go into another lockdown, I'd be like, I need to buy something. Like I needed a dopamine hit, like a little treat for myself. Hundred percent. And like we all became these like, I mean, obviously we had to online shop for a lot of things, but gosh, like we became top tier online shoppers during COVID and the couriers were like run off their feet already. And then, you know, the the highlight of our day was them coming to visit us. I'm Anyway, that we, we all remember those times. But, you know, like it is interesting that when you're stressed about money or you've got less money, which a lot of people do at the moment, that you go and then spend money. And, yeah, so to chat to us a bit about that. Yeah, well, I think it is a dopamine hit. We're trying to make ourselves feel better. It tends to be a childhood program. I know I had a mother that shopped to make her, she used to call it retail therapy. And that's how she made herself feel better. I think it is. It's We'll do that to make us feel good. But I think the thing to think about is, do you have the money to spend on this right now? If you don't physically have that money in a bank account, and I'm not talking about a credit card, You shouldn't be spending that money unless it's something you have to fix your car or something you have to repair around home. If it's an absolute necessity, that's different. But do you really need it? And we'll tell ourselves, well, I'm saving money by buying this thing right now because there's a sale. But also know corporations have become masters at manipulating you and getting you to buy things that you don't need to make yourself feel better. I think also it is important to look at, do you have a spending problem? Because I know I have in the past. 
and I'm still working on it. Um, <laughs> and what am I trying to feel by get this? Is it something I actually need? And if the answer is no to that, well, what am I trying to achieve by buying this? Is it trying to make me feel better? What else can make me feel better? But if you're using things like lay-by and afterpay, they've made it just so easy. You just click your phone. It doesn't even feel like spending money. What I find helpful is try to just go like regular shopping and use cash. But I find you don't just like throw cash around. You feel like, ooh, ooh, it's like getting less and less. It seems like psychologically more real. A question to ask yourself, do you have a lot of things that are unopened or with the tag still on? Or are you buying stuff that you not intending to? Are you hiding your purchases? Do you go through withdrawals? Do you feel guilty when you buy things? Maybe you're low on dopamine and like Bell and I ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to reach for my Ritalin and be like, hello, this helps with that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What are your triggers? Is it when you've been upset, are you sad? Are you making yourself feel better? Well, maybe you need to talk to a friend or maybe you need to have a rest. Ask yourself, do you feel good enough? Like as you are, a lot of times we're trying to buy things to make ourselves feel more confident, more, more worthy. But I mean, the problem is I think things are going to make you feel more worthy is like taping sandwiches to your body. And it's going to make you feel like satisfied with your hunger, right? I just had a visual of like a sandwich taped to someone's <laughs> body, like all know, the yeah. spilling out. Yeah, That'll fill me up. I know. It is so important to find meaning and purpose and what makes you feel good. And I think that people will chase things like money or being super thin or looking flawless all the time. But those are kind of empty values. And it's still a good value to look good, to want to feel good, to be healthy. Also, do you have meaning and purpose in your life? And what brings you that feeling? Because I get so many people that have no meaning and purpose. Now, more than ever, we have so much you know, whether you're seeing it on TikTok, people are doing hauls. It's just like in your face a lot more with stuff. And then so whether you are, I know for TikTok, for example, gosh, it's made me buy some things. And I, you know, I'm quite good with money. and I do live within my means. But then sometimes you're like buying things just to, yeah, just to get that hit. But it is, it is a tricky one because you want, you may want all the things, but also knowing that you don't need all the latest things as well to be good enough. I think that's a big thing. And I, I would like to share that is that you don't need to have all the flashiest things to be good enough and don't think that because you don't have that you aren't like it's I think a lot of life is a status thing and you don't need that stuff like I I don't think driving an expensive car makes you better than somebody else cars aren't smart investments cars are terrible investments some of the wealthiest people I know drive crappy cars or did for a long time which is not taught about money it would be so good if we could people would teach how to budget how to build wealth in schools like those are real skills that people need and most people have no idea how to do a budget how to invest how to save for the future how to buy property and it's actually really sad but we're also the media goes oh you need these things to feel good enough and like if you buy that you'll be happy and it's just not Mm. true yeah just maybe unsubscribing because I've noticed that Honestly, some places will email you every day. and I've just unsubscribed to so many things like that because I'm not buying from them anyway. Like I don't always, you know, like if you just try only buy things when you need them is something I've always tried to do or or when you're able to afford it, you know, like just being careful. But I want to get to the why it's almost like a, is it like a self-sabotage thing that we may be stressed about money, which a lot of people are at the moment with a lot of costs more expensive, the incomes not matching those increases in inflation and everything. Why do we then go shop and spend 
when we're already stressed about that? Like, why do we do that? Because it's just going to make things worse for ourselves, really. Like, we're, we're so silly. Why do we do that? <laughs> I think it's part of it is we're being manipulated by expert marketers. Part of it is we have a program that that's how we make ourselves feel better retail therapy and it's how we'll meet a friend and we'll go shopping and it's time to relax and we don't really think about anything else. And New Zealand society as well is very much into the whole shopping culture. Like I've never seen malls as full as when in New Zealand, unless it's like Black Friday in the States, right? People don't have that shopping culture as much. So it just will be a program that that's what I do when I'm stressed. That's how I make myself feel better. And it probably is something you learned either from a parent or friends, someone around you. And again, we're being hugely manipulated. For me, I've studied how to hypnotize people for 20 years. And so I see when people are doing it to me. And that's what retailers are constantly trying to hypnotize you into this is going to make you feel better. It's going to make you feel special. You're not going to have to think about other things. And unfortunately, it's not true, right? You buy that thing and then you're like, huh. I mean, does it actually make change your life? No, hardly ever. But we'll tell ourselves, oh, well, I'm going to start a new health kick. So I need to buy all new food prepping containers and like the whole thing with that. And then I need new workout gear. So I feel motivated to exercise and we'll, we'll do these things thinking they're going to motivate us into doing something. And they just, not really, some of it's necessary, but most of it, we don't even use it once we get it. Yeah. So it's almost like we're looking for that dopamine fix and it's a one that we're able to do fairly easily and feel, you know, like it's that thing we're like, we need, I want something to feel better about this shitty situation I'm in where I'm feeling stressed. I, I can't have any fun. I can't afford to go on a holiday. So I'm going to go get something to give me that dopamine fix. That's generally what it's doing, right? Exactly. And that's what it really all comes down to. It's important to have financial goals, making a budget. And what are you, what are you working towards? What are you? And so having frameworks around that of like, well, this isn't fitting in with my life goals, but so many people don't have goals. That is just, I can't, maybe I just, cause I'm a Capricorn. I make goals every single month. Same Cap sister. I know, we're two Capricorns. Which is like, when you read any star sign, it's always like Capricorns. It's like everything is basically our toxic trait is that everything's about money or careers, which it kind of is. And like, yeah, it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're so right. I think, um, I think a lot of it as well, because, and again, it's not being like, I'm so perfect, but I am generally fairly good with money and I'm, I've, been a saver but at the same time I still will buy shit and do that as well I completely relate to all this stuff we all do it I think it is well one thing about it and I know I can relate to this with myself at the moment is I've previously owned a home but the idea of now owning a home just seems so impossible so having those financial goals it almost feels like what's the point I'm never going to be able to own a house anyway which is such a negative thing but I think that's something that a lot of people where they'll be at at the moment. Absolutely. Now they contributed to make you feel shit at the moment, you know, like there's a lot of things that don't make you feel very good. That's so true. It feels so out of reach because our property market is so high and that, and then people go, well, what's the point? I'm just going to spend it on 
this and that. But then eventually the market is going to go down. It's going down as we speak. And so this is the time you want to save and you want to prepare so that you can buy when the property market is more affordable. If you want to get back into the market, it is like, how am I going to get there? How much money do I need? And really start working towards it now. But people just, they're so in the moment and they don't want to think about that. And they want those new shoes. And they want that makeup or that skincare regime that actually is probably made in the same factory that you can get for 10 bucks. I think that's the other thing to look into is what are dupes? Like, because a lot of the same products that we buy are made in the same factory, just different labels. And so we'll be spending a hundred or $200 more on the, the same item, which is crazy. Well, we can blame TikTok for a lot of spending uh, increases. We can also thank it for some beautiful dupe situations as well. Yeah, that's so true. And I think, again, with that feeling of having goals or feeling a bit, uh, for us, like, you know, wanting to have a child and then getting a bigger house, that it just, I've felt quite overwhelmed with it all at the moment. Career, that, how do you make all that stuff happen? But then also reminding yourself that you can't do, you can't expect yourself to do that all at once. The other night, I was feeling quite overwhelmed about a lot of different things. And I was sitting up looking at different things and trying to make a plan. But it's quite overwhelming thinking like, how are we going to get a bigger house? Like how, you know, all those things. And how am I going to get my career to here or like the mat leave or the jobs or whatever. And you start spiraling, trying to think of all the things, you know, that's just something to add to, I guess, the conversation. Absolutely. And that's why like every month on the new moon, I do new moon wishes <laughs> because I find that it just helps me reset my goals. And then what I'll try to do like every year, I'll tend to do it around New Year's is like, what are my one-year goals? What are my five-year goals? And then it does seem overwhelming. I'm like, how am I going to get there? Mm -hmm. And I don't always get there, but it's like, how can I engineer that back? And what do I need to do to break it down into little steps of saving this much each month and then setting a budget and finding other ways to make myself feel good. And when you want to buy that thing and you want to go screw it and you don't really need it, because sometimes you do need it, but if you don't really need it, just imagine yourself having reached that other big goal and how good that's going to feel. Like buying your own house, buying that new car, going on that amazing trip, doing something for a family member or you know, helping your parents out, whatever it is. Think about that and how much better that's going to feel. And that is bringing you meaning and purpose. So making that sacrifice now. Yeah, I can remember complaining to my grandmother about having to work. It was like one of my first jobs. And she was like, oh. Well, I remember in World War II when I had to work in a bomb factory for 12 hours a day and sweep all the like radiation off people when we were testing the bombs, <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, I have to give swim lessons for a few hours. It's so hard for me because the pool gets cold. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I am complaining about something ridiculous right now. And I think it just, it puts it into perspectives. But I love that saying of, what is it? Hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men and weak <laughs> men create bad times. And right now we are in the weak men create bad times phase. And we're about to go into hard men create strong men or people phase. And it is going to make us more resilient and we have to become more resilient and money isn't everything. Your most important thing is health, having people you care about around you. And if if you don't have those things, then work on those things. Those things are, I believe, are more important than money because money's not going to keep you warm at night. Well, it'll keep your heat on, but you know. It's like, it's a fine line with money really because you do need a certain amount to like obviously not be stressed about like paying bills and everything. I guess we're 
quite lucky where we can aspire to more than that. You know? Yeah, and when you're in survival mode, I think it's hard to think of anything else. We can obsess mm-hmm. on that. You can educate yourself about money and spending just absolute free on the internet. It doesn't cost you to learn about that. And I think whoever you hang around has a massive influence on what you, how you relate to money, how you spend money. It's important to start talking to people who have achieved the goals that you want to achieve and ask them about it. You're actually like statistically more likely to achieve it. But if you're around people that you're like, let's blow all our money all weekend. Let's go out for, spend it all on food and drinking and buying clothes and and never really building anything. It's hard to change your circumstances if that's who you're hanging out with. That's so true. I remember when I stopped going out every weekend when I was in my late, late twenties, not that I did it, I go through patches of not going out and then going out. I kind of got over it. I was like, I'm sick of feeling anxious and like hung over like a piece of crap. And so I'd stop going out as much because I didn't even really enjoy it when I like I, you know, it was fun seeing your friends and stuff, but not like if every weekend was ending at like whatever time of the night you would, you know, and I didn't even spend crazy amounts of money on drinks while I was out. But the amount I was able to save and then travel and do things, it's like crazy what you can do. And obviously at the moment, a lot of us can't really afford to go on a holiday, even though we desperately friggin need one. Like it's been so cold and wet and like we just want to lie on a beach somewhere. But like you say. And I wanted to wrap up with some of the things that perhaps, you know, with everything that's going on, there's a lot of things outside of our control. And you have given us some great advice. Focus on the things that you can control, the ways you can take better care of yourself. What would you say to those listening who I'm sure it's probably most of us at the moment? Not, you know, maybe you're not. That's totally great. I'm happy for you. Bitch. (laughs) Kidding. You know, what (laughs) what are some things, you know, to focus on perhaps if like, myself or you know like I recently my nervous system was completely shot and I came to see you about that what are some things that we can be doing I guess simple practical steps to take away from this find out what Caroline said the strategies to calm our nervous systems and take care of our mental health some helpful stuff on the way after a quick break hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What? are some things that we can be doing. I guess simple practical steps to take away from this. Rest. Listen to some hypnosis. If you go to my website, there's some free hypnosis downloads that you can get or go on YouTube. Calm your nervous system down. If you're going to spend money, spend money on your mental health because that impacts every aspect of your life. Focusing on yourself. It's the most basic advice ever, right? (laughs) Eat healthy don't drink too much. If you're feeling really stressed and your nervous system is fried, a supplement I really recommend is L-theanine, which they, if you're in New Zealand, uh, stress remedy by Go Healthy is a great form of it. But just 200 to 400 milligrams of L-theanine boosts GABA and dopamine at the same time. So it calms your nervous system and start just telling yourself, everything's going to be okay. I'm safe and protected. Because it just, it'll start to calm down that primitive part of your brain that is like, we're all going to die. And there's some really good sleep supplements. Magnesium is helpful. But listen to soothing, calming things. I personally, 
because I haven't had a day off in so long and I've, I wonder if it's a post COVID thing, I've been getting chest pains and like heart pains, but I really do think it's stress. And I just have been pushing through, which is ridiculous. And so the other day I was having chest pain because <laughs> I was so stressed out. And my partner is like, lay in the bed and I'm going to put some classical music on. And I was like, yeah, but I need to do this or that. And he's like, shut up and listen to some classical music. And I did, and it was like the pain went away and I was calm. And I realized just how simple that was. Like, yeah, just something soothing, relaxing, and it just all stopped, which makes me think it definitely just is stress. And I'm an expert in this, but I let myself get too stressed because I'm helping everybody else <laughs> instead of myself. So look at yourself. Are you putting other people's needs above your own? And I think you've got to put on your own life jacket. You've got to put on your own oxygen mask first, and then you can help other people a lot better. But people that are highly driven, that are busy, that want to help other people are the ones that burn out right? because they do too much. So that's great that you're like that. It's reframing that, that the more you look after yourself, the better you're going to be able to help other people. The better your mom or partner or employee or family member you're going to be. Because if you just burn yourself out and there's a point where it's your nervous system, it's your hormonal system crashes and it becomes a serious physical issue. And if you reach that point where you're having constant panic attacks, you can't sleep, your hair's falling out, you're having chest pains, then you need to get your ass in bed and rest and do nothing. Because once you get to that point, you can cause, it can take people like six months to get out of this. And then you're no use at all. Like you can't work, you can't help people. Really prioritize rest and relaxation. Listen to some classical music. It sounds so corny. And I like was refusing to listen to my partner telling me this. He had to force me to do it. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm just so calm now. That's amazing. Thanks, babe. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, basically I had to tie you to the bed to get you to do it. But uh, okay. <laughs> Even though we know this information, it does. It's so helpful. And that was literally like 20 minutes that I did that. And then I was calm and then I could carry on working. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's funny that we do that to ourselves. We get ourselves so worked up and then your nervous system's like completely shot. But then, you know, like you're saying, and we all do it at different times where it's like, no, I have to do this thing. I have to keep going, but not being mean, but we're not that important. Like we can take a 20 minute break. I understand it is hard. For a lot of people in different situations, they can't just have a break all the time. I'll be going into motherhood and I can imagine it's going to be, honestly, like being someone who's now 34, doesn't have kids yet. And also this is a whole other conversation we'll record sometime. It's like you find out that your fertility drops so much at 35. So you're like, well, I got to get this sorted. But it's almost like because you haven't had kids for so, not so long, you're still young. You're sort of looking at others and you're like, oh God, they like, yeah, it's amazing. And I know I want that. And I've always wanted to be a mom, but it sounds fucking awful. Like, you know, you're almost like, what? this is not a logical decision to, like you said, to go into. Like, it's not logical. It's not logical. It is emotional and it's hormonal. Because if we don't have those feelings, the species will... <laughs> go extinct, right? So if you have always wanted kids and that's something important to you, yes, but there's lots of ways to be a mother. And I think there's a very valid choice to not have children as well. So just know that it's not the end all be all. I've had plenty of women tell me they regret having children. Obviously that's not the norm, but 
I think the key is, again, is women will put all this pressure on themselves that like, oh, the baby's sleeping. I'm going to run around the house and I'm going to clean and I'm going to like have this perfect house and this perfect body just after I've given birth. And, they put, and really what you should do is sleep when the baby sleeps. Let the house be a mess. Don't worry about taking off the weight instantly and be kind and gentle on yourself because otherwise you are frazzled and your babies, it's interesting, your child's nervous system entrains to yours. So however you are when you're pregnant is their nervous system entrained, but for the next nine months, it continues to entrain to your nervous system. And I know for myself, I was super stressed with my first pregnancy. I was super stressed after I had her because she had colic and all these things. And she was a much more stressed child where I was much more relaxed with my second and she just nothing bothers or phases this kid. Another thing I did before having that second child that I think made a difference was really get my gut health Good. I think colic is really to do with the mother's gut health. And so taking probiotics, doing a bit of detoxing, all of that will really help you have a healthier, happier baby. And really don't worry about being a perfect mother and having a perfect household. Rest, do nothing, look a mess because you don't help anyone when you're stressed out. Yeah. I mean, I remember thinking it was so hard with my first child. And then I had a second and I was like, oh, (laughs) This is what's hard is. And I like, thank God I didn't have a third. And now I have stepchildren. Everything seems hard until something's harder, right? <laughs> so it's all perspective. But ask for help. Yeah, I'm not even a mum yet, but I have this new appreciation now, I guess, seeing people go through it and just being of that age where you understand a bit more. My mum, like working full time, both my parents did, three children. She had undiagnosed ADHD. We all had ADHD. I have just this respect for her. How did she, she's amazing and she's so good at what she does and is a person. You hear mum say, you just handle what gets thrown, you know, you just handle it. You do. And I just think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have it all and you don't need to have it all at once. Yeah. If you seem like you have it all. At once, you're probably, you know, a day away from a nervous breakdown, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I was a perfect mother until I had kids. I, you know, had so many ideas of how I was going to raise my children. And I'd see other people and I'd be like, ah, I will never, ever do that. And then I was doing everything that they were doing and more after I had them. So I think that is, it's the same with like a birth plan. You have all these ideas of exactly... Really, your plan should be get that baby out alive, right? Like that's the plan. And the more you try to control it, the more it tends to go sideways. I, I've known a lot of women with like just crazy, perfect birth plans. Like nothing in my, I was going to have a water birth with no drugs. I was induced. I had an epidural three times because it didn't work, like on and on and on. Yeah. And it all went out the window. You got to learn to go with the flow. And with kids, Mm. you got to learn to go with the flow because you're going to be covered in puke and shit and be (laughs) not coping. (laughs) Ask for help. That's important. Yeah. No, thank you so much, Caroline. We'll have plenty to chat about in upcoming eps as well. But yeah, thank you so much. It's just so good to chat. I think a lot of people at the moment will really benefit from just general chit chat, but also chat about mental health as I think a lot of people are feeling similar ways. Absolutely. There's free resources on online. You can go on my website, you can go on YouTube. There's a million and just taking some time out and listening to something and taking some deep breaths, whatever works for you. But just that quiet, I think is the most important thing that we all need more of because it's just like disappearing. And stick your bare feet outside, which is again, probably advice for myself. Get some 
bare feet, ground yourself, imagine roots coming out of your feet and it'll all be okay. Can you please take some days? I know it's not always easy, but can you please take some days off? You need it as well. It's, it, it is tricky when you're running your own business and everything. And I know it's a balance of being like, I need to work to be able to afford life or live mm. or whatever. But it's, yeah, like for me, I turn, I've turned down some stuff, which I in the past wouldn't always do because it's like, oh, it's money. But then I know from experience that I'll end up feeling burnt out, which will make me feel, I just don't want to feel shit. And so I need my days off, even if it means like, saying no to some money which you know it's not like ideal you know but (laughs) I don't know I just kind of have that boundary on myself a bit more now than I would have because when I was younger I could handle it working seven days a week all the time for you I can't do it anymore I'm like so please I want you to have some downtime (laughs) here and let me give you some tips on how to not be stressed (laughs) take time off not like me I know I feel like like I do listen to my own advice and I do do it, but I do, uh, we get out of balance and that's like, we teach what we need to learn, right? Like for me, I have been a person that has just stressed myself out and had really bad mental health, which is why I'm in mental health and I help people deal with their stress. I also know that we're not all going to get it perfectly and it's okay to mess it up and it's okay. Like obviously when people come to me as a client, I don't want to be like, me too, girl. I'm totally going through that as well. Like, cause they'll be like, bitch like I'm coming to I know yeah I'm a hot mess too so yeah but like you say I think people do relate to that more I think it's a good thing and I I know I connect with you more on that and in the past I've had therapists that maybe obviously like they don't tell you stuff but they just seem so perfect and obviously they'll have struggles too but I like you say people can connect with that more and you understand more you know they do and you want to be just a little bit better than they are right (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As long as you're just a little bit better, you're fine. (laughs) Yeah. If you're worse, then you can't help that person. Like, yeah, I, it's funny. Like I teach hypnotherapists and I'll get a lot of them that are like, oh, you know, I just am not having any luck with helping people quit smoking. I'm like, yeah, that's because you vape. And they're like, how did you, how did you know that? And I'm like, uh, good guess. (laughs) I'm like, so you do. I was guessing. And you don't have to be perfect to help people. And I get a lot of people who want to train in hypnotherapy and they're like, oh, well, I'll do it once I'm totally sorted out. I'm like, oh, so never, (laughs) you're, you're (laughs) never going to be perfect. Right. And the, and the key is for whatever you want to do is just start now. Right. Like the more you wait until you're perfect, that's just never going to happen. People say, I'm not going to date until I lose weight or I'm not going to do this until I'm more where I want to be financially. But then we never start. Right. We have these unrealistic expectations. So I think it's okay to admit you're a bit of a mess and talk to other people about it and people can relate to it. And if they are judgmental with you, well, screw them. You don't want those people around you anyways. And good tip on just starting. I know I do this. I'm like, I need to, no, it needs to be like this. And you're trying to perfect it. And then you almost like stunt yourself into not doing it. And then you go, and then it's like been months or years or whatever by, and you still haven't done the thing. Just start is such good advice. And you don't have to have everything sorted. Exactly. Yeah. People will go, I need to go to the gym five days a week for at least an hour, if not an hour and a half. Right. It's like, no, go for a five minute walk three times a week, you know, do some Pilates on YouTube three times a week for five, 10 minutes, and then the brain gets its head around it. So start small. That's all we've got time for. If you enjoyed listening to this Therapy Sessions episode, we have heaps more, including part one of this conversation. 
If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen. Plus, I'll leave some links for you in the show notes to other episodes with more strategies, more therapy tips, and also some really helpful info around dating, relationships, and attachment types. The best way you can support us is to make sure that you are subscribed or click follow on your podcast app. This helps other people find us and also select automatic downloads, leave us a five-star rating, and if you're enjoying listening, write us a kind review and send the link to your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Self Love Club Podcast, where you can watch videos of this conversation and keep up with all of our content. I'm at Belle Crawford, Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok. I've been posting a lot more on there lately. And join our private Facebook group. Details for all of these with links are in the show notes. New episodes are released on Mondays from 5am New Zealand time. I'll catch you soon. Bye, Ellie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.